is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com. Let me help you stop quitting on yourself and start being consistent. You know you can go to systemsforselfcare.com slash eating to get all of the links that you need for today's episode or any other episode. Um, in that spot, you will find my website, you will find the Facebook group, you will find the blog, you will find my Instagram, and you will also find information about working with me and upcoming soon, February. (laughs) February is very soon, surprisingly. Um, If you are a diet hopper, so a diet hopper is someone who hops from one diet to another to another, and you never stay consistent with it. You never find that long-term balance with food, and you don't find the sustainable results. Maybe you find short-term results, but you don't find sustainable results. You're going to want to (laughs) pay close attention. I'm going to be opening up spots for Imperfect Eating Mastery. This is for people who want to stop diet hopping and they want long-term balance with food and they want sustainable results. So again, if you're not on my email list, get on my email list so that you can hear more about their program when it opens up. All right, today is Monday, Movement Monday. You know I'm training for a marathon that doesn't actually exist, but I'm still training. So Saturday night, go to bed. So here's a fun fact about me. Um, One of the ways that I have dealt with my anxiety or like future thinking, right? So anxiety, I always talk to clients like anxiety can be your heart racing. It can be your chest feeling tight, but anxiety really is like it's anxious thoughts. And for me, like anxious thoughts about the future. One of the ways that I have dealt with anxiety about the future is not letting myself future think too much, not letting myself um, think ahead too much. Um, but one of the downsides of that is sometimes I don't plan ahead and I miss key details that can kind of be helpful for me. So um, while Saturday, a lot of people knew that it was going to snow on Sunday, uh, so they went out for their long runs on Saturday, but I did not know it was going to snow on Sunday until I started to go to bed on Saturday night. I was like, oh, crap. It's supposed to snow like three to five inches on Sunday morning. It's also supposed to be like 23 degrees outside. And also it's still supposed to be snowing when I wake up to go run. So I think we start running at like 7.30 and so it was still going to be snowing. It was just kind of this like, oh, crap. So we still had like, I was like, okay, like I, you know, we'll we'll come figure it out (laughs) Sunday morning. When I woke up Sunday morning, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running in this. Um, something else that I've learned for me, the goal, like I'm not trying to be super hardcore. I'm not trying to prove that I'm some badass runner. Like I'm just supposed to, I'm just showing up and being a runner. Like I'm consistent with running, but I'm definitely not hardcore. I'm not badass. I, um, I hate running in the, uh, the, the, awful weather. I hate being cold. I hate being wet. I hate having wet feet. That marathon I did in 2018 was one of the worst things ever, but it's just like, I'm not going to make myself run in extreme or harsh conditions because I don't want to hate running. I want to like running. And I've gone through so many times where I hated running because I put myself through crap. So anyways, I, um, my goal is just to be consistent. I don't want to force myself to do something I hate, but I still have to show up and I have to run. So when I woke up Sunday, I was like, oh, I don't want to run in this. This looks awful. So I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to go on the treadmill. Even though the treadmill is not fun, it is like given like 
the three options, run outside during with the snow, um, run inside on a treadmill or don't run at all and try to wait later in the week. But even though like it's cold, <laughs> the snow is still going to be here. It's not going to melt. So it was like, yeah, running on the treadmill is really the only option that's going to work for me. That's the one I'm going to pick. So I did not force myself to go outside. I did force myself to dust off the car, get to class and run. And so the first four miles were, they were fairly easy. And I was like, maybe I can even run faster and get this done faster. No, that didn't work. But the first four miles were fairly easy. I felt good. I felt great. It was just like, do, do, do. I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm going along with the music. I feel really good. And then those second, those last two miles, it was just, it became monotonous it became tedious it became like a struggle and it was just like I don't want to do this anymore I'm like that like whiny Jacqueline like I just don't want to do this anymore and I want my mom to come and save me I want someone bigger than me to come by and tell me that I don't have to do this that's kind of like um it's kind of what I'm always looking for is someone bigger than me to come and tell me that I don't have to do the hard thing or the monotonous thing or the tedious thing or the boring thing. But um, I'm an adult and I'm almost 40 years old and that bigger person is not coming to save me. And I'm the one that chose <laughs> to go running. So it's like, no, Jacqueline, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out how to make it through these two miles. So that's when I kind of like, you know, you start, you have to like really be aware of like, the thoughts that are going on in your head, um, because if you're not aware of those thoughts, um, you can talk yourself out of running and you can talk yourself, you, you just, okay, cool, just get off the treadmill and leave, no big deal, right? There's no one here watching you. There's no bigger person checking off that you're doing this. So you really, really have to be um, conscious of those thoughts. And so I know, again, like I don't want to, I don't want to get off the treadmill. I have to figure out how I can get my head to be in the game to stay on the treadmill. So a couple things that I did, it was like, you've run, you have two miles left. How many times have you run two miles? So many times, like countless times. I can't, can't name the, the number of times that I've run two miles, right? Um, so it's like, it's two miles. It sucks. Yes, you've already done four, but it's literally just two more miles. You've done two miles before you can do this. It is going to be hard, but you can do this. And then I started like kind of playing games. Like I would count to 50, and then once I got to 50, I would start back over at one again and count to 50. And I did that several times. And then I started counting to 100. Um, and actually, I was counting my footsteps. Um, so same thing, got to 100 and then would start back over um, at one again. And so there's no, I mean, there's no real like purpose to counting. It's just something to keep your mind busy. Um, other times on the treadmill, I'll count the numbers, the letters that you can see on the treadmill, or if you're outside running, counting the number of dogs you see, counting the number of people with masks you see, the number of people without masks, um, playing the ABC game that you did like when you were a little kid, driving in a car, um, finding the letters A, B, C, D, you know, and going through the alphabet. But it's just really things to keep your mind occupied, to keep your mind busy. Um, I know in Headspace, when the meditation app, he has you do this too. Like if your mind feels like it it needs to be busy, um, you need to give it something, something to think about. <laughs> give it something to think about and make it something, you know, just counting. Counting can really help. And so that is kind of what I did for those last two miles. And guess what? <laughs> it's a day later. I made it through those last two miles. I made it through the six miles 
Um, but yeah, those last two were hard. And I share this just so you know that like if if you are ever out there running or walking and you're going through this like battle in your head about it and you're just kind of like, I don't want to do this. This is boring. This is monotonous. Maybe my body is tired or sore. You know, I just part of running is it's taking on the, this like really boring and ridiculous task this repetitive thing over and over. And it, a lot of it is, it's a head game. Like, can you convince your head to stay in the game? Um, and if you can convince your head to stay in the game, you know, you make it do your body strong, but like, if you can convince your head to stay in the game, you can learn to run long distances. And I've shared this on the podcast before, but like one of the ways I learned to run long distances, but was by listening to podcasts. Um, listening to This American Life, listening to the podcast Serial. Um, It's been so helpful. It keeps your mind occupied and it keeps you from making that choice of, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Unfortunately, when you go to a class and you're listening to like really loud music, you can't just like put your your buds in and start listening to a podcast. You kind of have to like, what, you know, what else can I do during this time? And I think that's also something very helpful, like something to practice to not always have music or not always have a podcast. Again, it's like such a great tool, but there are going to be times that you forget your headphones or your phone dies or you lose one of your AirPods or um, you go to a marathon and you completely forget to bring your headphones, which is what I did in the 2019 marathon when it took me almost seven hours to run. I had no headphones. I had no music and I had to just sing music to myself. I think I was like texting my parents, like, give me a song to sing in my head. Cause I don't have, I can't think of anything else. But again, like a lot of running is just keeping your mind occupied and your legs keep moving. But yeah, so six miles were done. And this morning, today's Monday. And so on Mondays, I still show up to class and just walk the entire time. Um, this is the first time I've been tracking all months, so all of January, I've been tracking my mileage. And so I just like literally from the dollar store, I have like a planner that's just like the calendar. And so all of January, um, at the end of the night or sometimes like a couple days later, I just go onto my phone to see like, okay, like how many miles did I run? And I write that in or how many miles did I walk? And I write that in, but then I also write down how many total steps I had for the day. Um, so it kind of just like gives me an idea like of of how much movement I'm getting throughout the week and um, just being mindful of it so that it, you know, maybe I don't have a, a strong, uh, a ton of running miles, but if I have a lot of, I'm on my feet and, you know, I'm constantly walking, that's just something that I want to consider. You don't want to increase too much every week. And so, yeah, it's been nice to kind of look at that. Um, I know a lot of people use Strava to track mileage. I kind of just, I'm old school and don't use a ton of tech if I don't have to. And it's nice. I think that writing it pen to paper is nice and um, being able to like look at the data, but then like record it myself and have it there. That's really the only thing that I track when it comes to running. Um, or, you know, this is new that I'm tracking it. I know a lot of people, again, they're tracking their pace. So they're tracking, um, yeah, they're tracking their pace. They're tracking their splits. Um, I don't really care. I don't know. I'm just, my, my job is just to show up and be consistent. So that's where I'm at. So this week, I'm going to continue showing up to class. It's been so phenomenal. I highly recommend checking out a treadmill class or a spin class. It can definitely help um, with running. And it's another option. If you hate being outside during the winter, you know, it is one thing to go out and 
you know, get the vitamin D, but if you hate being outside and it's a deterrent and you are not go, you're not moving your body because you're not going outside, you can find a different way to move your body and get outside for a little bit with walking. You don't have to run out there. Um, but yeah, that is it for today's episode. Remember imperfect eating mastery that is going to open up in February. This is for, this is for diet hoppers. This is for people who, um, hop from whole 30 to keto, (laughs) to paleo, to, Uh, noom to counting calories to counting macros. You're hopping and you never find that long-term balance with food. You never get sustainable results. This is for you. Remember, you can go to systemsforselfcare.com slash eating. You'll find all of the links there, but make sure to listen to the podcast and get on my email list. I will be announcing the opening of Imperfect Eating Mastery very soon. Have an amazing day. Go take action. Nothing changes unless you take action. Bye.